right. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Footy Foster Podcast. Today we have the Sunday Soccer Special. Calling that, calling this episode that for the sake of alliteration. Not gonna lie, I'm not sure that this will actually be out on Sunday. But keep in mind, today is Sunday. It's May May first, about 4:30 p.m. Eastern time. Had a, a great weekend of Premier League matches this weekend. Really, really exciting conclusion to the season coming up. Um, you know, the season will be ending here in 21 days, three weeks from today. May 22nd is the last day of the league. And we have some very compelling races at stake. And it's crazy because it seems like it's been forever that we've had this scenario. But this is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the title race, the top four race, and the relegation race. We'll probably sprinkle in a little bit of the Champions League stuff for lack of a better word in there very very exciting to watch the end of the season play out um liverpool of course have the shot at the quadruple having already won the carabao cup they are in the final of the fa cup the semi-final of the champions league and are obviously still in the race for the premier league city chasing both the ucl which for the first time in their club's history uh, they have a chance again to win the Champions League for the first time. Um, and of course are in first in the Premier League as of right now. Then we have the top four race between Arsenal and Tottenham. You guys know me. I'm an Arsenal supporter. Have been for over a decade now. Haven't been in the Champions League in like six, seven years. And it seems like we're a little bit ahead of schedule. But we, we're in it. And then we have the relegation race in the Premier League with... It appears to really be a three-team race between Leeds, Burnley, and Everton. So very excited to see all of these storylines play out, and they're kind of interwoven with each other because of fixtures um, that are coming up here in the next couple of weeks. So let's go ahead and let's talk about the title race first and foremost. City and Liverpool, after both winning this weekend, have four games left. The goal difference is right there at, each, at the same. The 63 for City, 64 for Liverpool, 83 points for City, 82 for Liverpool. And let's go ahead and take a look at the fixtures that they have left. So City have Newcastle, Wolves, West Ham, and Aston Villa. Liverpool have Tottenham next Saturday, Aston Villa, Chelsea. Oh, excuse me, that's in the FA Cup. So it's Tottenham, Aston Villa, Southampton, and Wolves. It's going to be exciting. I, I've i got this nagging feeling that even though Liverpool do have to play Tottenham, who have something to play for, and they have an extra game to play with being in the FA Cup. So they have just, they've got a game Tuesday of this week, Saturday of next, or this coming week, Tuesday of the following week, Saturday of the following week, Tuesday, and then Sunday. So they've got congested, a very congested schedule. That's, um... One, two, three, four, five, six games over the next 21 days where City have just, again, one less over that same duration. Something tells me that Liverpool are going to get it done. I just have this feeling in the back of my throat that Liverpool are going to do the damn thing. Um, they do obviously have a little bit easier draw with Villarreal in the Champions League than what City have with Real Madrid. And I'm not saying that that game is an afterthought because of the the first result at Anfield, but 
the way that they controlled the game against Villarreal in the first leg, it just it's hard to see them dropping any points and they should be able to rest most of their players so they can turn around and come back and be full strength for Tottenham on Saturday. Plus Tuesday to Saturday is not that bad of a turnaround because then you've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in between three full days off then going again, like 72, 96 hours later, whatever it is. I like Liverpool's chances. They're all, they just need, they just need city to slip up one time. So again, city have Newcastle who have looked a different side since January started wolves who are very tough defensively and have given Manchester city some issues in the past West Ham, a quality team and Aston Villa, another quality team. Again, via uh, Liverpool have two similar opponents in wolves and Aston Villa, but just something about the way that Liverpool have been playing recently gives me the idea, the feeling that Liverpool are going to see it through. You know what? I'm I'm not a, I'm not scared to be wrong here, but I'm just going to go ahead and predict that Liverpool are going to win the Premier League. Obviously, the point difference that City has is astronomical, but let's imagine that City lose one game, Liverpool draw one game, they get that tiebreaker. Liverpool does have the tiebreaker on goal difference right now, albeit a small, small margin. So racking up as many goals as possible in the next couple of games could be very important for both both sides. Um, it's just going to be a really fun conclusion to the season between these two teams. Um, and again, I'm going to take Liverpool to come out on top. Um, I'm not going to break down how they play. You all know how they play. You watch the games. That's not that's not what I'm here to do. I'm just here to talk about the games because that's what I like to do. So I'm backing Liverpool to see it out. Even though it would be cool for Zach Steffen to get his hand on that, that hardware. But alas. So I'm going to go ahead and jump to the top four race between Arsenal and Tottenham. So a couple weeks ago, I had my friend Ryan Edward Fortune on. And we kind of talked about this race a little bit. He backed Tottenham. He said there was no way that Arsenal could finish ahead of Tottenham and secure the Champions League place. I'm here to tell you guys that it's going to happen. So the next four matches for Arsenal, home against Leeds, away to Tottenham, away to Newcastle, home against Everton on the last day. And then Tottenham have to play Liverpool next Saturday. They're going to lose. Absolutely going to lose that game. Then they go back home to play the Gunners, back home again against Burnley, and then away to Norwich City, who just got relegated on the last day of the season. Just the way that Arsenal are playing, like let's take a look at like Arsenal's game today was not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination. Both of our goals came from our center backs off of corners. And they just scrapped and won the game. Tottenham looked a lot more convincing today against Leicester than, than we looked against West Ham today. But just the way that this team has been scrapping and fighting so far this or to close out the season, I really feel I feel very strongly about how we're going to finish the season, especially uh, at the beginning of April. April started off as poorly as humanly possible for for the Gunners. Losing 3-0 to Palace, 1-2 to Brighton, and 1-0 to Southampton. It looked, we looked dead in the water, but then we came back and won 4-2 to Chelsea, 
3-1 against United, two of the toughest sides to play in this league, and then a big win at London Stadium against West Ham today. Neither team has really been consistent throughout the course of the season, and that's why both teams are in the fourth, fifth spot, because the consistency is what gets you into the upper echelon of the Premier League. But with that being said, I think Arsenal have been a slight bit more consistent. Like Tottenham, 5-1 to Newcastle, 0-4 they beat Villa, and then they lose 0-1 to Brighton and draw Brentford 0-0. Going back a little bit, wait, they, they lost to United on, on the 12th. Uh, shit, they lost to Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. I know it's not the same competition, but they lost to Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Um, they've lost to Burnley in the Premier League, a team fighting for relegation, or literally fighting to avoid relegation right now. So, I don't know. Ryan was saying how, how strongly he feels about the front three for Tottenham, and they did look phenomenal today. Hillman Son scored two beautiful goals. Harry Kane scored a classic Harry Kane goal. But if those three aren't scoring, Tottenham's in trouble. Arsenal doesn't necessarily have the same issue going on at the moment. Like we're just finding ways to to scratch and claw and grind out results. So, I mean, it's the thinnest of margins between the two teams. Arsenal have the two point lead and actually have a worse goal difference than Tottenham. Um, scored less and given up more goals, but we've got more points. We've got one extra win on them. So, um, again, I'm going to back Arsenal to finish out on top. And I, I, I told Ryan that it's going to come down to the, uh, to the Derby It's it's really going to come down to the Derby. So let's for, for just the sake of argument, let's say, let's say we both get an identical result this weekend, which I honestly think Arsenal is going to beat Leeds. Tottenham's going to lose this weekend. If that happens, all of a sudden we've got a five-point lead going into the North London Derby. We get a draw. We're pretty much good. A five-point lead with two games left. But for the let's say that we both win, we still got that two-point two-point deficit. It's really going to come down to that game. It's the third to last game of the season. So if either team can manage to get a victory or get a positive result in that game, it's going to carry over to the last two games of the season. Um, and again, I I'm, I'm going to back the gunners. They've been playing phenomenal. We got the best of Tottenham back in the Emirates in the beginning of the season. I know that was under a different manager for Tottenham. It's one of the best games Arsenal's played this year. You know, it looked very fluid. Aubameyang. It was back in the Aubameyang days. That feels forever ago, but it was a comprehensive victory. It was one of the the last straws for Nuno Espirito Santos to get the kick. But I like Arsenal's chances a lot. And I'm just going to say it. We're we're going up. We're going into the Champions League. Tottenham, have fun in Europa League next year. Um, The interesting, they mentioned this in the game, on the NBC broadcast, or NBC, USA Today broadcast for the Arsenal match this morning. That last game of the season, Arsenal and and Everton, is going to be very interesting because Everton, as we all know, is fighting to stay up. They've never been relegated in their history, and they're in 18th right now, albeit they do have a game in hand. They've played 33. 
Leeds and Leeds and Burnley right above them, two points more than them have played one one extra game. So I mean, it does mean that Everton has an extra game to play, and especially in the space of they've got their next game is May eighth, a week from today. They've got five games to play in that two week span: May eighth, eleventh, fifteenth, nineteenth, twenty second. It could come down to the last week that Everton have to win that game to stay up, and Arsenal have to win that game to gain their spot in the champions league. And I really don't want to see that because I think the motivation of staying in the premier league is a little bit more than the motivation of potentially earning your team a spot in the champions league. I feel like going down is so humiliating and like missing out on the champions league is humiliating to a degree. But like I said, Arsenal's a little bit ahead of the curve when it comes to where we expected to be here at the beginning of the season. No, not a chance in hell. It was not supposed to be us. It was supposed to be United. It was supposed to be, you know, Tottenham. We're probably a better favorite to finish there. Um, maybe even a West Ham or a Leicester City. But we're in the position now. So Everton, if it comes down to that last game, I would be terrified. I'll be sweating bullets for two hours that Sunday morning because that is not a situation that I want to see. So really hope that... Uh, like the ideal situation for myself and for Arsenal fans across the world is Arsenal beats Leeds this coming weekend. Tottenham lose to Liverpool, give us that five point advantage. Then we go into Tottenham stadium and get three points against them. And then it's over because that would give us an eight point cushion with two games to go done wrapped up, finish bye bye Tottenham. See you next year. Um, But that's not typically how things work. Like this Leeds game is what we call in American sports. It's a trap game. You hear that in the NFL all the time. Like it's a team that we think we should beat. And this is, this has been an issue with Arsenal for a while. Now we have a game that, Oh, we think, you know, it's, Oh, it's, it's just Leeds. We should be able to win this game. I mean, shoot. You you saw it with Southampton, Brighton and Crystal Palace back at the beginning of April. Those were three games on paper that we should have won. And then the Chelsea and United games were games that we should have lost. So trap game leads is tough. They, again, they're in that similar position to, to Everton just fighting to stay up tooth and neck. Um, but leads give up so many goals. So that's got to give, it's going to give myself and the rest of the gunners across the world, a lot of hope. Um, so I, again, I think, I think Arsenal is going to pull it out this, this coming weekend. I think Tottenham's going to lose to Liverpool. And that should more or less be that, but we will see. Now let's talk a little bit about this bottom three race. Burnley leads Everton. Watford is right on the cusp of getting sent down for sure. Norwich this weekend officially relegated mathematically impossible for them to catch anybody. I think Watford technically as of right now, technically could stay up. They would have to win their last four games, but that's not going to happen. They're not going to win four games in a row. So really the the spot for 18th that Everton are in right now, it's going to be them, Leeds, or Burnley that gets sent back down. It is a tough, this is a tough thing to see because obviously like you don't want to see any team get relegated because 
The Premier League is such a battle year in and year out. Leeds just got back. And it was a great story with them under Marcelo Bielsa. And obviously, me being an American, I want to see them prosper under Jesse Marsh. So I really don't want to see them get relegated. I don't want to see Everton get relegated because of the history. And they've never been relegated. They've literally, since they got promoted to the Premier League, have never been sent back down. And then Burnley. Like, you just have to have a, so- a soft spot in your heart for Burnley, in my opinion. You don't want to see any of these teams get sent down, but somebody has to. Somebody is going to get sent down. It's one of these three teams. So, Everton. They p- go to Leicester on Sunday. The following Wednesday, they play Watford. The following Sunday, they are at home to Brentford. The next Thursday, home to Palace, and then away to Arsenal. So they've got some tough games in there. Brentford's a solid, solid team. Obviously, Leicester's a solid team. Palace is no joke. And then Arsenal, who could potentially be fighting for their Champions League berth. They've got those five games at hand. So it is nice to have a game in hand, but they're going to have some dead legs. That's five games in the course of two weeks. That's a lot of games to play. That is quite a bit of games to play, and I don't think that they really have the depth to just rotate their squad and like hope to get the same result. Leeds have Arsenal Sunday, Chelsea next Wednesday, Brighton next Sunday, and then they finish the season away to Brentford. That is a tough schedule for Leeds. That is unbearably tough. Uh, two, two potential Champions League teams in Arsenal and Chelsea. Brighton, who has been tough all year, and Brentford, who was easily the best of the promoted sides this year. Burnley have Aston Villa this coming weekend away to Tottenham away to Aston Villa and home to Newcastle United on paper. I would say Burnley look like they have the best schedule in, in terms of like, who do you want to play right now? Villa. Oh wow. They play Aston Villa twice. Wow, they've not played Aston Villa once at all this year, and they've got they've got to play Villa twice in the span of four weeks or two weeks. That's weird. So they got to play Villa twice. They got to play Tottenham and Newcastle. Um, I think it would be safe to expect at least a point, two points out of the. Okay, let's let's look at it like this. I think Leeds should be lucky to expect. Three points out of their last four games. Everton. Everton could be looking at six. And Burnley could be looking at three to six as well. So I think Everton probably have the most work to do. Especially since they they have the hole to dig out of that Leeds and Burnley don't. But Leeds have the toughest fixture list coming up. So... If I had to make a prediction, my gut feeling would say that Leeds is going to get sent back down because they have given up 72 goals over the course of 34 games. That is an astronomical amount of goals to concede. I mean, it's not like last year where they were giving up a lot of goals, and but they were giving up a lot of goals last year, but they were scoring a decent amount as well. It's not been the case this year. I've scored 38 goals in 34 games, so just over a goal a game. They're giving up two and some change per game this year. And they're going up against Arsenal, who can score, Chelsea, who can score, Brighton, who are really good at creating chances, and Brentford, who 
have scored. They're in, like almost in the top half of goals scored this year. So I, I really don't want to see it cut. There was, I'm not going to lie to you guys. There was a time once upon a time back in August, Arsenal three state defeats to begin the season. And I was thinking in the back of my head, wow, should I abandon ship and find a new team to support? That, that thought came across my mind. I was like, you know what? We could, we could, we could, we could switch. We could switch and go become a Leeds fan. If I was going to abandon ship, I'm not going to go pick, you know, city. I'm not that kind of guy. I would have picked Leeds. If I had to pick another team in this league to support, I would pick Leeds. I really don't want to see him get relegated, but goodness gracious, it really looks like it. Chelsea haven't been playing their best ball here recently, but they do not want to play Chelsea. I'm telling you, they don't want to play Chelsea. So, very interesting conclusion to the season. So, my top four in order is going to be Liverpool, City, Chelsea, and then Arsenal. My bottom three will be Norwich. Let's go back to points. Norwich, Watford, and Leeds United. I think Everton and Burnley escape relegation and they stay up in the Premier League to fight another day. That would and they'll put um United and West Ham in the Europa League places with Wolverhampton in Europa Conference League qualifying. Uh Brighton don't have quite enough time to catch Wolves for seventh. But tough time to be a Manchester United fan. Absolutely dreadful. Three games left in the season for them. Ronaldo might be leaving again. They've got yeah three game three winnable games, but nine points. Where does nine points take Manchester United? Sixty four points. Yeah, that would take them to sixty four points, which would theoretically could put them into fourth. But it's over. United don't have a prayer for top four. It's over. It's done. Champions League next year, maybe or two years from now, maybe, but not next year. So. All right, just wanted to keep a brief episode. Just wanted to get back on the mic, talk about this a little bit. I can't wait to come back to the end of the season and see how close I was with these predictions. Um, Oh, yeah, Champions League this week. The City-Real Madrid game was bonkers. 4-3 City going back to Madrid on Wednesday, and then Liverpool have Villarreal on Tuesday. Um, It looks like it's going to be a City-Liverpool final, (laughs) which is beautiful because... It's like it's clear to almost everybody that these are the best two teams in all of Europe. The best two teams in the Premier League, obviously. And they could very well be playing each other for the Champions League final. Which I'll say whoever wins the Premier League out of those two, the opposite team will win the Champions League if they end up playing each other in the final. So if Liverpool win the Champions League, or excuse me, if Liverpool win the Premier League, City will win the Champions League and vice versa. If City win the Champions or City win stumbling all over my words right now. If City win the Premier League, Liverpool will win the Champions League. You heard it here first. That's how it's gonna happen. There will not be a quadruple for Liverpool. It would be cool to see. Don't think it's gonna happen. I don't even know that they're gonna beat Chelsea in the FA Cup final. I think Chelsea's gonna come back and get them. When they played each other in the Carabao Cup, it obviously went to penalties in that crazy PK shootout. Chelsea's going to be thinking about that. Their season's kind of ended on a sour note, so I think they're going to kind of end up putting all their eggs into that basket. We'll see. 
That's Saturday, May 14th, two weeks from this past Saturday. So I love May. <laughs> I love May when it comes to soccer. I'll tell you what, the, this is like people love the NBA playoffs. They love college football playoffs. They love the NFL playoffs, but there is nothing on earth that comes close to the end of a of a of a football season like this where anything is possible and you still have teams fighting for different things and different prizes and competitions you got two team two of the best teams that we've ever seen fighting to be the the, the winners of the Premier League you got two north london rivals fighting for top 4 three of the best teams three of the okay well not three of the best but two of the most historic teams in Europe and one of the most dominant teams in recent memory fighting for the Champions League and Villarreal. No offense uh, to you guys. Congrats on making it this far. Um, kind of wish you'd played a little bit better against Liverpool just to make it more interesting. But there's just nothing like it. So, I mean, really all we can hope for is a fun, compelling race to the end of the season and uh, a good final when we get to the champions league so thanks for rocking with me this is a short episode i love you guys thank you for listening and uh as always peace and love